Girls, children of the internet. Somebody is hungover. Is it you? No? Then it must be me. It must be me. All franchises rough as toast, rougher than a cat's tongue, rougher than uh, <coughs> sandpaper, R rougher than a council estate in Sunderland. <laughs> many, many different metaphors. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm here today, worse for wear. Uh, at my wit's end, at my utter wit's end. You know that, just that wrong kind of hungover where it's like, ah, oh, like you can smell things that, you know, and you can't like see Wi Fi, but then when you're hungover, like you can smell things that aren't normally there. It's like, like being hungover opens a gateway. It heightens some of your senses, like it just like it tweaks them, it takes them to the next level, and you just say, "What is that? What is that smell? That's is that is that me? Is that smell me? That can't be me. It's like fucking the worst, the worst kind, the worst kind of dishwasher tummy, uh, Donkey Kong bongo head deal going on." However, I am here to talk to you about Marvel's Spider-Man on PS4. Leading up to this, like, I did think about just doing this earlier. I thought, you know what it is? Get in. Strike while the iron's hot. Strike quick. Strike fast. Uh, but, like, I couldn't stop fucking playing it. I just haven't been able to stop playing it. To the point where, I was like, ah, oh, fuck it. I'll, I'll do the podcast when it's finished. The beauty of something like this is, it's with it being an exclusive, you're always going to have people who aren't able to experience it themselves. It's not a it's not a multiple platform release. So, I'm sorry, I was just sick in my mouth a tiny bit. I do apologise. I apologise. It's one of them things where it's because it's just a single platform release for the people who don't have the PlayStation, for the people who are just rocking that Xbox, for the people who are rocking that Switch. There's a, I mean... What sort of world are we living in here when Nintendo genuinely has a huge customer base now that only have Switch? Nintendo are fully back in the frame. They did do a direct on Thursday, which I do plan on doing a little episode. I mean, ideally, I'd like to do it straight after this, but I'm going to aim for half an hour on this one. And if I can maintain the pace without uh, becoming violently ill then I will try and do the Nintendo Direct podcast as well. But that's a story for another time. Right now, me, you, and my crushing hangover anxiety are all here together just to talk about Spider-Man on PS4. So, Insomniac Games, best known for, I think, well, Ratchet and Clank. I think that's, that, that's Insomniac. Uh, Sunset Overdrive. Sunset Overdrive was the Xbox One launch title. Uh, and a lot of people, when Sunset Overdrive dropped, a lot of people, it wasn't hard to find a comment, a commenter saying, like, holy fuck, after playing this game, imagine if Insomniac had done a Spider-Man game. Imagine how good an Insomniac Spider-Man game would be. And now, three years later, I can tell you, my friends, fuck my ass, it is good. I mean, there's no shortage of content out there about Spider-Man. If you've stumbled upon franchise buys games, to listen to a hungover northeastern dimwit talk about bloody Spider-Man 
instead of going to a, a more reputable source for your content, then I salute you, sir or madame. I salute you and I welcome you on board. I welcome you to the community. The lunatics. I welcome you to the community of lunatics who just like buying games and playing them for an hour and then putting them on the shelf. I want to get into some details that will be spoiler free at the start of the podcast. I'm just going to give you a fucking some thoughts, some uh, some mind bullets. I'm going to hit you with some mind bullets on Spider-Man and then at the end of the podcast I'll give you fair warning. I'll give you plenty of warning. I will do some spoilery type shit because I just need to talk about this like I need to, I need to fucking talk about this shit. And I need I need discourse. I need discourse that isn't in a public forum because I don't want to spoil it for anybody else. I don't have a Twitter back and forth, you know what I mean? That's I, I'm Am I inviting you to slide into me DMs? Slide on in. Slide on in. I'll lubricate the floor. So you can just get that, that good slide. That frictionless slide straight in. Uh, that violent noise was on my end. It wasn't on yours. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre is not coming for you. Fear not. Spider-Man. We haven't had, in my mind, we went through a period of many a year with Activision churning out a fucking Spider-Man game a year um, for for as long as I can remember and each one of them went just painfully unnoticed because it didn't do enough it didn't do enough fan service uh, some of the stories, I don't even fucking remember any of them like, like web of web of lies, web of foes, web of time I don't know, there's some fucking sp- Friend, friend or four, I don't know. There was just a host of shit Spider-Man games, and it was like, when anybody thinks of the pinnacle in Spider-Man games, they always go to Spider-Man Two. That's normally the point of reference. PlayStation Two, Spider-Man Two, the film tie-in. What a fucking game that was, by the way. Like, I think it's one of them things though. We've discussed on this podcast before, where my memory of it, like when I think of Spider-Man Two on the PlayStation Two. In my head, I saw it as Spider-Man PS4. Do you know what I mean? Like, memory has memory has tricked me into believing that's what it looks like. If I went back and played it again now, I'm sure it would look painful. I haven't I haven't gone back, which I probably should actually, just as a just as a fucking something to see. This is how hungover I am. My mind is just turned off there. Just, it was like, oh, you're in the middle of a sentence, huh? How about we just, uh, alright, shut it down, shut it down now. And I was just left in the dark. Left in the dark, looking for words in my word bank. I think I should go back and look at Spider-Man PS2. Just to see how accurate my recollection of that game is. But at the time, it was fucking mind-blowing, without question. Where the web-slinging was... Yet, up until Spider-Man PS4, nobody had managed to achieve web-slinging like Spider-Man PS2. Nobody had been able to achieve that. Not a single Spider-Man game. Not like, not that open-world feel where you're actually Spider-Man and you're just fucking swinging about the sea. Like, for me, now, top three Spider-Man games. Spider-Man PS4, Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man Maximum Carnage. If you didn't play Maximum Carnage on the Mega Drive, hit us up. Hit us up. We'll do some fucking live-streaming of it. I've got on the Mega Drive. I don't know how we'll do it. Maybe just through like a FaceTime or a Skype call or something, just you can watch us play. Or just fucking buy some kit, I suppose. Not important, not important. Maximum Carnage was a phenomenal game, so we'll just move on. 
So nobody managed to achieve what Spider-Man 2 did. And then Insomniac, when it was the trailer debuted at E3, and it looked slick as fuck. And everyone was like, holy shit, is this the game? Is this the one? Is this the one that's going to give us the true experience that we used to get out of Spider-Man 2? Uh, and then it's dropped and all questions are answered. Yes, we had to go through Puddlegate to get here. But all questions have been answered. My days. My fucking days. What an absolute masterpiece. Up to now, my game of the year was God of War. And I was still waiting for another contender, another another champion to step into the into the ring, into the arena, trying to. <coughs> sorry, I just got totally distracted by uh, something's just randomly moved in the office. I believe there's uh, now some sort of spirit. I believe I'm I've been joined by spirits because the the heroes talk about Spider Man on PlayStation Four, but. Puddlegate aside, this is. Let's give it a top level. Before we boil the piss off, alright, let's give it some top level. The story. Given the fact that Insomnia have been given free reign, right? They've just went, right, Marvel have come in, Marvel games, and they've just went, right, Insomniac, you're doing a Marvel game. Um, I've listened to a couple of interviews with like the guys from Insomniac, and it was very much the ethos of this is the Iron Man of Marvel games. You know the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Iron Man led the charge. Uh, he he led the charge. He set the bar for every other Marvel Cinematic Universe film thereafter. This was the Iron Man of the Marvel Games Universe. And with it being the first, it still leaves so many questions open. Like, well, every studio that now works on a Marvel game from Marvel Game Studios will it all will they all tie in like the Marvel Cinematic Universe? What a fucking what a what imagine imagine it's just an entirely different timeline, but they all tie in because we know we've got the Avengers game coming. We know the Avengers game is being worked on. We know in Spider Man. I mean, this isn't a spoiler. You've seen the countless fucking things, the photo modes flying around. I've did it. Many of other, on many others on Twitter have done it. Avengers Tower is in the game. Uh, the fucking Sanctum Santorum is in the game. You know what I mean? All of Alias Investigations, all of these Marvel tie-ins are there. They all exist in this Spider-Man game. And because it's Marvel Games, and it's because it's the Marvel Games universe, does that mean that now we have a Spider-Man timeline within the wider Marvel Games universe? Like, if Spider-Man appears in the Avengers game, does that mean it has to be the character from Spider-Man, the Insomniac Spider-Man game? If they all tie in, you'd think it would have to be. But then that begs the question, do we get do we have to have a comparable level of graphics? Does that does that remove people's ability to make their own stylized version of a Marvel game? Because there's a there's a certain tone that runs all the way through the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes, Guardians of the Galaxy sort of booked that tone, but that was set in the timeline but in fucking space. So you've got to afford that. If you're going to have an Earth-based superhero, which a lot of them are in Marvel, unless you're looking at the Cosmics. Now we're getting into the fucking nerd talk here, right? We're getting it. Marvel Cosmics. That's Guardians of the Galaxy. That's Howard the Duck. That's fucking Adam. Uh, the, uh, the Watchers. All of that. That's 
that's Marvel Cosmics. If if we're running a timeline of Marvel games, the timeline, and Spider-Man has set the precedent of the quality of game that we expect, do we have to expect that level of graphical fidelity? Do we have to expect all of the games to look like that? To feel like that? I don't know. This is just questions that I'm asking you. This is questions that I'd quite like to sit down with somebody at Marvel Game Studios and quiz them on this. You know what I mean? But little old franchise buys games here is not exactly busting the door down for fucking hot off the press interviews, is he? I'm just here to spitball ideas straight into your brain pipes. The um, so I the Spider-Man Insomniac Spider-Man is the Iron Man of the Marvel Games universe. That's it. That's the the ball is now rolling. Avengers will be the next one. We'll see. I suppose that'll answer a lot of questions. Do is is Crystal Dynamics? Uh, is it Crystal Dynamics? I'm sure it's Crystal Dynamics. Who's working on the Avengers game? My hungover brain has just turned off, so you're gonna need to. You, what I find is if you just shout the answer very loud into your audio device of choice, it'll feed back to us through the universe. Let's say it's Crystal Dynamics or Square. Is it Square? I don't fucking know. Okay, I'm struggling here, man. The uh, the Avengers game. What will that look like? What will that feel like? Will it reference Spider-Man at all? Will Spider-Man appear in it? Will it be the Insomniac Spider-Man? Questions, 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 questions. We'll have to wait. We'll just have to wait. We should be getting some information on the Avengers game any day now. I would say. I would say. You know what I mean? RTX is happening right now, but I think that's more of a convention than a, a place where you drop trailers and shit. So I suppose time will tell on that one. But Insomniac give them free reign. They are you start the Marvel Games timeline. Um, here is the Spider-Man universe. You exist on a new timeline. You don't have to adhere to any fucking canon or law. I mean, you, you need the characters, you know what I mean? There's some things that you can't change, like Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Aunt May, you know what I mean? Mary Jane. But you can take these characters and you can, you can put your twist on them. Which Insomniac have done fucking incredibly well. I mean, the white spider suit, like in a game that's known as the advanced suit, but like the white spider suit, that's now part of the wider Marvel universe. That's getting its own comic run now. Like he wears that suit in 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 like a, a Marvel comic run. He's he features on sort of like Spider-Man universe fucking um, posters and other such merch. Like that white spider suit is now widely recognised as just part of the spider universe not just games like it just exists now and insomnia i've got their own timeline and they've done some really fucking nice things in that timeline they didn't bother with the origin story they've come in and they just said right we're eight years in spider-man's been spider-man for eight years so you don't need to fuck about with the origin story which has been done to death we didn't need it we didn't want it if you don't know who spider-man is and how he became spider-man by now then just i'd probably just give up if I was you. Just move on to something else. You know what I mean? Uh, dressage, maybe. Or like, become a horticulturalist. Because there's nothing I can do for you now. Um, we're all adults here. You should know how the fuck Spider-Man became Spider-Man. And if you don't, I blame the parents. That's who I blame. I blame the parents. So Insomnia, I've got that storyline. They've put their own little unique twist on it. Again, I'm not gonna, I'm, I'm gonna avoid spoilers. Uh, I'll touch on what we've seen 
I'll touch on what's fucking commonly known now. Um, it, yes, the Sinister Six are in it. It's not the actual Sinister Six. This one has Mr. Negative in it. Uh, so it is a Sinister Six. It's just not the Sinister Six. Um, this the the the, the, the sort of like the what's the again my words my words have just failed us. This was probably a terrible idea. Was this your idea? Was this your idea to do this? The accompanying characters, the the right hand of the protagonist, sort of his immediate inner circle, who feature heavily in the game, key characters like Mary Jane, like Aunt May, like uh, Miles Morales. If you're a fan of the wider Spider-Man universe, you know Miles Morales as uh, the Ultimates, the Ultimates timeline, where Peter Parker is killed by Green Goblin, and Miles Morales takes up the mantle of Spider-Man, or in some comics he's Kid Arachnid, I think. He is, in, in the Marvel Universe, he does exist as somebody who was Spider-Man. Miles Morales is in it. Um, and again, that's not a spoiler, you've seen him in the trailers. It's, it's fucking, they've done it so well. And the one thing I really fucking love about the story is that they had free reign to do whatever they want. And they could have picked any of the fucking A-team villains, right? Like the absolute upper echelon of Spider-Man villains. Your Kingpin, your Doctor Octopus, Venom, fucking Green Goblin. All of these absolute upper tier villains. They could have picked any one of them and put them as the primary antagonist in this game. And what they did is they just dipped into the B-team. They dipped into that B-team. Like, like fucking on the same level as like Electro. I mean, Electro is in the game anyway, but like the the main antagonist in this game, arguably, is Mr. Negative. Mr. Negative. Now, even me as a fucking nerd, as a, a comic book savant, I uh, I didn't know too much about Mr. Negative at all. Not at all. I was aware of his existence, and. Uh, I, shamelessly, I very much thought he was one of the lazier designed villains. I thought he was just filler. He was a filler villain. Something for Spider-Man to do just in a, a small run of comics. And what Insomniac have done with that villain and the storytelling and the character building is nothing short of phenomenal. They've took Mr. Negative, who was a B-team villain, uh, just an underling villain, and they've just... They've written it so well and built that character so well. They've given them an entire fucking backstory, a believable, fucking emotionally charged backstory, and you can see the drive. You can see why he's doing what he's doing. You can see how he's actually, in his own right, worthy of the title of a fucking headline villain. And they've just done it so well, so well. The battles that Spider-Man has with him, the battles that he has with himself. It's like his motives. It's just fucking phenomenally done. Now it would be remiss of old influenza to just skirt over the fact that this game is heavily influenced, heavily influenced by uh, Rocksteady's Batman series, Batman the Arkham series, Arkham, Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, and uh, Arkham Knight. A lot of similarities. You would struggle. You would struggle to try and not see the similarities in this game. There are, I mean, this is the there's two things that I, the two problems I had with the game was one was the pacing was a little off at times. Um, I, it, not a bad thing, not a bad thing. 
I think you can ruin a game by running the pace too high for a 20 hour campaign like you need a little bit of breathing room you need a bit of time I just feel that like they needed to sharpen that up a little at times again not a bad thing just something I didn't I was aware of like if pacing is really fucking good you shouldn't ever notice the fact that the pace is ramped up or cooled down like that's how it's done phenomenally well like a good midfielder like Paul Scholes if he's doing his job right you should never even know he's on the pitch you know what I mean that's what good pacing is that's what perfect pacing is Spider-Man was a little off the pace at times not to the detriment of the game though it didn't didn't take anything away in the times when the pacing had dropped I was still finding myself like right the pace of the campaigns dropped but holy fuck I'm fucking web swinging about New York City an absolutely stunning New York City which was literally busting out the seams with shit to do which ties in to the, the the main Batman Arkham series comparison I'd like to make I've just been sick of my mouth again I am sorry about that I'm sorry about that the um you've got the the key the core component of antagonists right and you've got the core campaign and that focuses on six six villains two primarily four sort of backup villains that make up the sinister six you've got this whole world that exists outside of that and what they've done is they've took key characters from the spider-man universe and they are they are there they are in the map i'm not going to spoil who they are but very much in Batman when the whole fucking game was littered with easter eggs just everywhere you went in Batman there was easter eggs there was a reference to another villain there was a reference to another hero There's, they appear they feature in the game but they aren't a key component of the game for example you you might not ever even realise they're there unless you find them and I could have done Yes, the comparison is strong, but I don't know, I just, I wanted more. I wanted some of these outside sort of interactions with, with um, like, Spider-Man friends and or foes that did happen. I wanted, I wanted them a bit more fleshed out. Some of them felt a bit lazy, and I just think you could have done so much more. Now, I know there is DLC coming, and I know the DLC might address some of this, but Batman did that better. I feel Batman did that better. Batman managed to get more meaningful Easter eggs into the game. I would have liked to have seen Spider-Man do a bit more of that. But again, it's the first crack of the whip. And that's me picking on the things that aren't even part of the campaign. They're just part of the map. You know what I mean? So it's not even a fucking... Again, it's not a detriment to the game. But graphically... I did say this right. Well, I had a debate on on it wasn't even a debate. Somebody on on Twitter had said that they'd read a review where somebody had commented saying the 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 fidelity of the graphics on the ground level on street level looked a little low res. Um, and I just want to fucking silence that now. Like that is utter bollocks. One, you playing Spider Man game, right? Who the fuck is spending? any amount of time at street level in a Spider-Man game you have the best web slinger mechanic we have ever had you are Spider-Man you have New York City what the fuck are you on the street for if you're not like just fighting somebody get up into the skyline enjoy the skyline be Spider-Man then run around at ground level 
but I did I was intrigued by this comment haven't played the game at this point I was probably about 10 hours in and I hadn't spent any great time at straight level I'd had the odd enemy encounter down there but like I went down and I went into photo mode which is a phenomenal mode by the way you, again you'll have seen them all over social media and just I had a, a pan around in photo mode at straight level and again I don't know if it's because I'm playing on the PS4 Pro I don't know who the original um, I can't remember who the original source was that said it was low res at straight level I, I, I don't recall but um, they possibly were playing on a standard PS4 I don't know um, but bollocks bollocks to that that to me seems like a comment made for the sake of making a comment trying to be different to everybody else that's what that comment seems like to me and there's plenty of fucking evidence around you there's plenty of people taking four one modes on the street you can say the streets are not low res the character models are not low res the character models have got like textured clothes on and these people are they're abundant in the city at straight level and textured clothing I don't know how much of that is down to the pro granted but like holy fuck like don't just say things to stand out that's what I'm talking about um, I'd love to, I'd have to go back on Twitter and find the conversation I was having where one of the uh, one of the lunatics one of the beautiful bastards did reference who it was but I can't remember who it was but anyway they're wrong whoever sourced the, the, that comment painfully wrong there is a hilarious video of somebody uh, in the sea in New York and the, the head towards a boat that just sails by the jump on the boat and go into photo mode and I don't know whether Insomniac just forgot that they put character models on these boats or whether they just assumed nobody would ever try and get on a boat but these character models are like PlayStation 1 Tomb Raider type shit like PlayStation 1 Tomb Raider in some sort of nightmare mode like the whole heads are just made out of fucking polygons just absolute squares pure pure blockheads like Minecraft like absolute Minecraft faces but uh, that's, that's a good one Graphics, amazing. Story, amazing. Mechanics, amazing. 100% game of the year contender. It throws up a lot of questions that leave me very fucking excited. I've still, I haven't platinumed the game. Uh, it's going to be difficult now because Tomb Raider's dropped and I am in love with Tomb Raider since the reboot. A brilliant game. Obviously there'll be an episode of Franchise Buys Games on that little... A ditty, that little Lara Croft adventure, the trifecta of Lara Croft adventures. But I want to move into the spoilery bit now, right? Because I think I've pretty much covered all of the questions that was brought up. And you know, this isn't a review show. I don't do reviews here. I haven't come to you a hungover mess to do a review. Absolutely fucking not. No, sir, or madame. I'm here with the mind bullets. That's all I want to do. Raise questions talk about my feelings towards the game what I loved, what I didn't like and now I just want to get into the fucking I want to get into end game here so this bit from this point on will be spoilers if you're listening now and you don't want to hear anything about the end if you don't want to hear any of the fucking plot devices then check out, check out now you know where the door is You know what I mean? it's, it's been bloody lovely to see you I'm sorry I was in such a mess You'd think I would have made an, uh, an attempt to look half-decent for you. However, uh, do us a favour. If you go out, do leave the door open. I keep smelling things that don't exist. 
and I'm, I'm concerned so I just want to air the house out a bit so uh, if you don't want to hear any spoilers at all now is the time to go you have the next five seconds so one two three four motherfucking five if you're still here let's talk about some fucking spoiler shower this game has two two very much like the Marvel Cinematic Universe end credit scenes the first Miles Morales uh, becoming the Spider-Man becoming little kid arachnid obviously Peter Parker doesn't die in the game but um, that scene at the end of the credits where he's, he's been bitten during the game by a spider from Oscorp uh, fucking Osborne's doing some fucking Norman Osborne Daddy Daddy Osborne's doing some experiments to try and heal young Harry Osborne who's got the same genetic disease that his mother had that the, the one that killed his mother and his dad's trying to fix him so he's got like obviously you know this I don't know why I'm even talking like this but like the bit that really fucking got me was not so much the first one it's the second end credits scene the first one obviously with Mars Morales like jumps up onto the roof and then like he's like fucking hell I know it's weird but like this is me now and then Spider-Man fucking hops up on the roof next to him just Peter Parker does sorry hops up on the roof next to him just like well it's not that weird so that like when we will get a sequel there's not a fucking doubt in my mind there's not a shred of doubt in my mind that we'll get a sequel of this game and very much like the Batman series you will get interaction with Kid Arachnid as possibly a second playable character possibly he'll just feature heavily in the story as just another protagonist like an NPC protagonist but like he'll be there with you controlling Miles Morales in this game very much in his human pre-Spider-Man form like it's a it's it's not a stretch to believe that in the sequel you'll get to control Miles Morales as Spider-Man I thought the storytelling was a little bit sloppy can I just say because if if Harry Osborn uh, sorry Norman if Norman Osborn had these spiders at the lab um, surely they must have done tests on them surely they must have found out that spider 70 something that actually gets out and ends up biting Miles Morales surely they would have known that they had the the ability to create another spider-man at that point like they must have done tests on that spider before it got out it wasn't just one that hid in the back like <laughs> it didn't just have a, a fucking army of spiders all genetically mutated to try and create another spider-man like he must have known unless he wasn't looking for spider-man he was looking for the cure for harry but even so although i don't know now now i've said it out loud i'm questioning it is would you if you were norman osborne if you were looking for a cure for a disease you wouldn't necessarily know that you put it under the microscope and think oh well it's definitely mutating these cells but i don't know what this means it's not killing whatever sort of disease that Harry has under the microscope so why would we why would we test it on a human not knowing that if they did test on a human you would have turned him into Spider-Man weird weird this ties in the second the second one this is the one I want to talk to you about right if you would care for discourse if you've listened this long and you want to get into a bit of fucking banter with all franchise on Spider-Man I want to hear your thoughts on this so the second end credit scene is Norman Osborn walks back into the lab where the spiders were the big chamber opens and Harry Osborn's in it now this is the fucking exciting bit 
there's there's all sorts of like atmospheric nods to him being green goblin like the green fluid that he's in the green glow that's coming off him very much yes that's a green goblin you know that harry osborne's the green goblin you was he hobgoblin i can't even remember it's one of the two the osborne's a hobgoblin green goblin no green goblin not hobgoblin so you've got you've got the fucking harry in this tank and you look and you think hang on a minute what the fuck's all that like web all over him and then at the end when harry puts his hand on the glass and then it's like that the fucking it's the symbiote in it that's what it is it's the it's like the symbiote it's the venom symbiote like from inside the tank like sucks against the glass next to his hand so so holy fuck spider-man 2 the sequel we've got to be looking at green goblin we've got to be looking at venom got to be looking at venom we know we're getting fucking kid arachnid in there and all how the fuck are they doing this symbiote thing like are they gonna say the symbiote did come from space and then somehow harry managed to uh, norman managed to get hold of it and he's trying to use the symbiote to save harry but it's bonded to him is harry osborne green goblin and venom is harry osborne is one of these spiders are they going to twist it because they have got the they've got a fucking carte blanche to retell the tale their way you know what i mean they could turn around and say oh <clears throat> one of these genetically modified spiders this is we've, we've used it to treat them but the symbiote is the result like it isn't exactly from space it's because we've injected them with a shit and then it's it's created the symbiote within them it just so many fucking questions will the symbiote separate from them and then get on eddie brock so we will have the eddie brock venom that we deserve i don't it's interesting it's interesting that you'd cast harry osborne as venom for one um worthy of a google actually i know there's uh, venom's been on more people than eddie brock isn't the only venom obviously fucking peter parker was essentially venom at one point and we know we've got uh like the, the there's a whole fucking team of venom of people with symbiotes so it's not to say that whatever he's got is the venom symbiote but oh man so many fucking questions so many questions the perfect the perfect end credits clip because it raised so many fucking exciting questions that's what i want to talk to you about that's the discourse i'm after that's what i'm in this for that's what i'm in this crazy game for get in touch you know where i am i'm across all of the social networks facebook page the franchise um twitter the franchise instagram the franchise it ain't hard i'm not hard to find i'm not hard to find boys and girls this has been my episode of franchise buys games with the mind bullets on spider-man and the playstation 4 um if you'd be so kind jump on over to apple podcast maybe not after this episode i've never done one when i've been this hung over before but if you'd be so kind jump on over to itunes leave us one of them glowing reviews try and get us um picked up by the old algorithms forced in more people's ears but uh, until next time just be nice to each other play some games will you laters